Welcome to Business Talk Sister Crack. I'm Becca. And I'm Ruthie. And today we have with us Rachel, our sister. And I'm going to give a little intro for her and then Becca is going to tell us the title of the episode. But Rachel is our the sister that's between Becca and I in age rank. Um, so she's third, I'm fourth. And um, she has gone to a couple different colleges. She's currently in the Army National Guard. Uh, she's super awesome. She's very passionate about a lot of things in life. Um, and she's we awesome. Always- a welder that's true as my roommate says buck wild so (laughs) she's buck wild (laughs) um and then becca's gonna tell us about what this episode is gonna be in regards to we are gonna be talking about the pros and cons of going to college today Rachel, thanks so much for being with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, also, we should note that Rachel's nickname is Roth, which we've talked about in a previous episode. So, um, and I frequently call her that. So, if I say Roth or Rafi, um, that's Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with some of the pros because I think that it's always good to start out with some positivity. So, Rafi, what do you think are some pros of going to college? Well, uh, I think the biggest pro is that no one can take knowledge from you. No matter what happens in your life, uh, you always can keep your knowledge. Uh, and to build on that and to push yourself through education is uh, is a really great thing. Okay, Ruthie, you have to tell us what your opinion is on the pros because we have a lot of them and we're going to just jump into a whole bunch. But it's kind of a rapid fire kind of day. So go ahead, okay. Ruthie. <laughs> I put this as a pro and a con, uh, not having a lot of time with your family. So a con, not having a lot of time with your family, a pro, not having a lot of time with your family. (laughs) You get to kind of branch out and be your own person. And yeah, and I think that that can be a really good thing sometimes. Yeah, so true. And like every single one of us, I feel like has had a completely different college experience versus private versus public and online versus in person there's so many different options for it and and now so much so with covid there's so many more things that you can do online um if you're going to college a pro is that you're if you pick a major you're going to start being in classes with people who have very similar passions and interests and that can just continue to fuel your um your understanding and your learning of that topic but it also could be something where you realize wow i really don't want to do this at all (laughs) which could end up being a con because it's a waste of money right if you're doing something that you're not passionate about yeah but in the long run it's a good to understand that early on if you take a class that you're like this topic does not interest me but i think also along those same lines this was another uh, pro that i had um like you were talking about learning alongside people who are the same interests as you you get to hear so many different perspectives and i think that's a really Mm -hmm. valuable part of college is that you learn so from a very diverse set of people and you're constantly learning not just from your professors but the people around you i think that's really valuable okay rachel what do you think what what is another pro for you um the pro is if you do it right if you pick (laughs) right majors um that actually are going to help you in life if you're smart about it um it's going to hugely impact uh and help you along your your way um and it helps you set up um, for your future jobs um, to to give you a good um, leg to stand on, you know? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely, one of the pros that I had is that it sets you up for being able to get jobs a lot more. So I, background for me, I went to um, a state school for a year and a half 
and then um, left for some family reasons and then started working at a digital marketing company and then had surgery and then now work at a big digital marketing company. Um, and that was definitely something as I was looking for uh, jobs, it's consistent feedback that I was getting is that you don't have any college experience. And this is a, you know, I still applied for those jobs. Even if it said in the application that you had to have a um, college experience, I would still apply for them anyway, but that was consistently some feedback was like, oh, you don't have the education requirements. So that's like where Rachel was talking about. It sets you up for success is that you have a leg to stand on. Is that a phrase? I thought it was, is it two legs? <laughs> it feels like you'd need more than one leg. Good. I don't know. The phrase is a good leg to stand on. <laughs> okay. One leg to stand on versus two legs. Just kidding. Okay. Um, anyway, but you, it sets you up as, um, in that regards, to be able to get more experience for things and getting different jobs. Okay. Um, another pro, Becca, hit us with one. Okay, so you can make a ton of really good connections. Uh, if you pick the right school, um, I, I definitely think I saw this, especially in certain private colleges, as well as like specific programs at different universities. So like if you want to be, say, in like the medical field or in business or whatever, and you pick a university that does a really good job at those things, it sets you up with a really good long-term network. So um, one of the things that I noticed, especially like if you wanted to get a job in corporate America or whatever, if you went to a certain college and you networked with those people, when you handed in your resume to get a, even an entry level job, they're like, oh, you went to this college? Oh, I did too. Yeah, let's, let's try to figure this out or whatever. Or like, this might not be the best position for you, but I happen to know that we're going to be hiring for this. And so there's a lot more of the relational side where if somebody knows this, the university you went to, there can be um, additional networking leverage that most people don't have just because they know that this degree is very intense. This program is very intense and not a whole lot of people get into it. Therefore, if you graduated from there, you come from a good educational background that you're going to be able to endure in the position that you have. And I will say that um, I see this specifically in education the field of education as well as the medical field in the state of Minnesota um, mm -hmm. and in the Midwest in general for business, where if you come from the Midwest or if you go to get a degree in nursing or whatever from the state of Minnesota and you go to um, get a job in pretty much any other state, they're saying, absolutely, we want you um, yep. because mm -hmm. Minnesota is known for having the best, some of the best education and some of the best um, programs in the medical field. So knowing if you're going to do something in college, the advantage of a college is that you can be strategic in going to those places, but it's sometimes competitive. So you have to be um, wise about how you go about that and set yourself up to be um, successful in going to college. So Rafi, tell us about what are, what are the positives of like learning and social skills you can get from college and like the group project experience? I feel like you have some good feedback. Oh, on group projects. <laughs> I've had some really great group projects. I've had some really, really awful group projects. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just, it feels like it doesn't vary. There's no like in between. It's really, really great or really awful. Um, but socially it's, um, you do get to know people from like diverse 
backgrounds, um, which is really great. Um, but okay, so my first college I went to was a private college in Ohio. Um, wonderful college, uh, way too expensive, but I absolutely mm. loved it. Um, the people there were fantastic. Um, and so my group projects there were actually really great because people were, it was open communication. It was like, you say what you needed to say and it was very helpful. Um, we would, we would have like, if you mean on a social level too, um, we still kind of debated on, on like a personal private level too of things. Um, and we were just very open to all different kinds of ideas and stuff. I transferred over because of money. <laughs> um, the group projects there were kind of awful because they really weren't <laughs> they really weren't open to a whole lot of ideas, and there was a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds. But it seemed like everyone came from the same mindset, mm. which is really odd. Mm. Um, and so, like a lot of things, like I, I noticed a lot of I didn't understand the the culture there the new the new kind of feel to it um so it was like you really had to tiptoe around uh around your wording tiptoe a lot around a lot of discussions so there wasn't you couldn't kind of debate very much like a high so tension was, environment yeah it was high tension so would you yeah. say that that's a pro of of college though is having a good culture like if you find a good college the culture is a pro it can be it can also be a con because um a lot of colleges a lot of state colleges i should say um have kind of cultured one mindset mm. and a group you, think group think yep high group think I, I would say because a lot of the the um the professors kind of encourage the kind of group think mm. and that was really difficult Especially well, I think, I think when you really look at a business in general, that's the same concept. Like every culture is different. And so choosing the right culture and where you go to college is super important. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's move on to another pro because we got to get to the cons as well. Um, I think we would be remiss if we did not mention one of the main pros that people think of when they think of going to college, and that is being able to get a job that has a higher income. Um, so we had a resource here from the, it's study.com, and um, it just kind of gave a graph of different uh, education levels in relation to how much money they make uh, on a weekly salary basis. And then they broke it down by like master's degree, bachelor's degree, associates, some college, no degree, high school diploma, no college, and then high school diploma, or sorry, no high school diploma. And then they will, will add a link to that to uh, in our, in our blog post, but um, just for it says average weekly salary in 2019 in the third quarter. A master's degree was about around 1,500. Bachelor's 1,200. Associates 874. This is all weekly again. And then some college with no degree is 874 again. Um, and then high school no college high school diploma no college 749 dollars. And then no high school diploma is around $606 on average. Um, and I would be interested to see where they pulled this data from because I know that that is also um, 
it's right there, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics. So when is that like on a whole um, across the whole U.S. or are yes. they pulling? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. One thing I do think is really interesting about this data, and I, I tried to look at specifically the 2019 weekly salary. Um, when you go through from no high school diploma to a high school diploma, it's a difference of $143 a week, right? And then if you go from a high school diploma to some college, you increase your weekly pay by $125 a week. But what's interesting to me is that some college and an associate's degree, there's no change, absolutely no change in having an associate's degree over just some college. They're equivalent in terms of the pay rate, which I found just fascinating. So then when you go from an associate's degree to a bachelor's degree, your pay goes up an additional $407 a week. Okay, now this is the most significant increase from associates to bachelors. And then when you look at the masters from a, if you go from a bachelor's to a master's per week, your pay goes up $278 a week. In, in this 2019 weekly average salary for the US data. Now, I find that interesting. So basically, if you're getting your highest return on investment out of all of those categories, it seems the most financially lucrative by week to go from a associates or some college to a bachelor's degree, um, which I just I found very fascinating in this data because that's not something that I ever thought to think about. Um, that if you have an associate's de degree versus oh well I went to university for a few uh, semesters but I didn't get a degree from it. It's there's no financial change right now from the 2019 data, so. I think, I think that's one thing Rachel wanted to talk about was the difference between having a degree right now versus going into the trades and we're going to talk or like skilled labor. Um, so the cons, that's our list now. Um, Rachel, you want to hit that one first? Okay. So um, trade schools, that's what people are really hiring for right now. Like um, if you go to be a plumber, like you're going to make massive amounts of money right now because no one's going into that. No one's doing that. Um, all the people that are plumbers right now are very near retirement. So like, um, that's what, that's what's needed right now. So that's, what's going to pay. So if you're going into these trade schools or if you're going as an apprenticeship, even, um, like that's where the money is. Um, and I know people are like, go pursue your passions and stuff. You know, you can do a trade skill, get the money for it, and then do your passion on the side. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of like what we talked about with Alex Rumsey last in one of our previous episodes as she talked about how she's doing uh, real estate photography to be able to fuel her passion for more um, what artistic photography. So yeah, that makes sense. And there's just definitely a market for blue collar jobs right now. And, and the the pros of, I guess that's kind of a a pro of going to trade school, but then also like Rachel was saying, uh, apprenticeship. And another con, I guess, well, that one was kind of a weird hybrid pro and con that Rachel gave. Um, and then uh, 
what was Becca? What did you also have for um, cons there? Uh, okay, so impractical degrees. If you if you get a degree that actually isn't so, first of all, when we were talking about supply and demand, if mm-hmm. if the market is saying, hey, we have like a a glut of so many of these people, don't go get a degree in it because your chances of getting a job are going to be way more competitive. So when you're thinking about, okay, where is there a need? What degree can I have right now? I'm going to tell you, I see a massive need for um, people in psychology specifically that actually go get their doctorate and work with children. There's just not enough of those people going around right now. And it's almost like for people who need that for kids, they're literally traveling, traveling almost like a state away to find someone who's even qualified. So that's a huge need. And, and what does that look like to then get that degree or whatever? Because you do need a degree, which I'm thankful that that's something that someone needs to have a required degree in and the government mandates that because otherwise you'd have like crazy practitioners out there being like, oh, I'll solve all your problems. And then... <laughs> Rachel, Rachel, what would be an example of an impractical degree then? Oh, yeah, like art. Um. (laughs) Fair warning to anybody who is currently going for art. (laughs) Here's here's my thing. Um, (laughs) If you are going for art, like if you want, if you desire art, if you are passionate about art, do it. Go for it. Don't do it as a major. Like, there are so many um, resources out there online, at the library, anywhere, um, to do art, to learn about art, YouTube, like, anywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you're going for uh, an art degree, so here's the thing about the return investments. College is a major investment, both for time and money. Major money. But um, when you're when you're doing things like art or history and not, not dissing on any of these real degrees or whatever, or like any of the theoretical degrees, mm-hmm. um, if you don't have a plan for what you have, what you're going you're just for. just like, you oh, this a- is interesting. <laughs> yeah. If you're, you're like, oh, this seems kind of cool. I'm interested in this. And that's the degree you're deciding to go for. Like that, you're not going to get any return on that at least not for a very long time, and probably, so environmental science degree, that's the degree I have, and I would say that that's pretty dang useless. (laughs) All right, I can admit that. I made a mistake. (laughs) But, okay, here's the thing I want to clarify. If you make a mistake, and you're in your third year, just finish it out. It's worth the degree to be done with it and say, yes, this is on my diploma, versus, like, you have a diploma, versus quitting at year three because you've already invested three quarters of the way through you should finish it out mm-hmm. yeah i would agree with that but um but also then at hardcore try to make a plan but the thing with, that what i'm trying to say is that um the investment that you're putting into it uh you need to at least try to make sure that you have um that return in the end with those degrees it is significantly more difficult to get an actual return investment uh into what you're putting in so in that case, I would say that, quite honestly, it's not really worth it. If you want to try to go for first, I would highly recommend, if that's your desire to go that way, um, to first go to a um, community college and have that feel of it first. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I would I would encourage everyone to go to a community college first and get your generals out of the way. Um, but know what college you want to go to afterward. So get your uh, to make sure that they can transfer over as generals mm-hmm. because sometimes they don't mix uh, match well. So make sure that they match and able to go for it and fight for those credits when you do go over. Um, when you do transfer just, to a different university. Yeah. For those. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just have an actual plan at least. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a plan, go to state college or uh, community college, feel it out. How is this? Like, what can I actually do with this? Does this feel right? Do In I have college, an idea? Yeah. College is not for everyone. I, that's something that really grates on me is that everybody just always is like, this is what you do after high school, but it's not for everyone, you know? So it would make more sense to go to a community college first, pay a lot less to find out if you don't like it than it would to go to a private school, spend $30,000 a year. Um, that's like, and then find that's out a cheap like private school. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the low end. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Actually, I have a little bit cheaper option too that I actually think is super valuable. And that's not even when you're talking about cons, oh, you can try it out at community college. Yes, you could. Or which I feel is a little bit more of a of a good um, way to go about things, especially if you're just trying to figure out, is this really something I'd be interested in without having to be stuck for an entire semester doing it and you hate it? Um, find someone whose job is that and shadow them mm-hmm. or even just get coffee with them and say, Hey, um, I'm really interested in this, but I'm not really sure if it's something I want to pursue. Can I talk to you about it and find out how your day goes? Um, what does that look like for you? And that is totally when I realized it very young and our mom is like super good at doing this and, and finding those people that can tell you if this is a good idea or not. Um, like for a long time, I thought I wanted to be a lawyer. And so I literally sat in on a court case um, and just like watched the court case. And I kid you not, I literally was sitting outside of the court case waiting. And there was a next person that was supposed to be on trial for the same case. I mean, same like multiple people, multiple defendants. And literally the kid said, so do you think we'll get caught? And I was like, I am witnessing this in front of, I'm just an innocent bystander. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on? So for me, um, that that whole experience of being like, wow, I don't know if I could work to defend somebody that's clearly guilty, who's claiming to be not guilty. And they're, this is a losing battle. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never heard that. That's funny. I didn't oh, know oh yeah. Happened. It was, yeah. After that, I, t- I took a long, hard look at wow, court cases take a really long time and you have to prep all this stuff. And I don't necessarily know if I really want to do this kind of law. And so then I just decided, I don't really want to look into that any further right now. Mm-hmm. Also PSEO, look into that too, because that's a good way to um, take, you'd have that whole semester long commitment, but you'd be able to take college classes in high school certain states have that um some don't but there's a lot of states that offer post-secondary education option is that what it is option opportunity yeah um for kids in high school and there's also apa classes and things like that where you can look into that and be able to get college for free while you're still in high school which is good option do that anytime Uh, you can get education for free it's 
it's if you take it seriously it's a great opportunity mm-hmm. oh yeah take it take it so another thing that i wanted to add as a con especially if you're going into technology um as a degree sometimes universities are one of the slowest places to get caught up on what's happening within what are the most current things you should be learning to be ready for the tech field and i mean I definitely think if you go back to like a math foundational aspect, there's a lot of things you can, you need foundationally to then be able to apply to like um, all these other things within like C++ and like programming and all these, all these things. But, but the reality is that um, I know so many people who have worked in an environment in which they were doing something like working at Caribou and getting some classes from a free resource, or maybe they paid like a hundred and some dollars to get a programming class. And then they already have more advanced skills in programming on their own because it's something they enjoy. And they're getting a full-time job now programming than if they went to get a four-year degree that they had to pay for. So tech, because technology advances so quickly, it's really hard to update course material every single semester with what's new because you have to be researching all the time. And, and we're seeing that especially within anything to do with like search engine optimization or um, anything to do with digital marketing. It's really hard when I look back at my marketing degree. Um, I learned a ton about the foundations of marketing and I think it was really good. Um, but all of that digital aspects, I learned after college. I learned it, I had to research it on my own or with the jobs that I had or whatever. Like there's so much that changes so quickly. They just can't document all of it to keep everyone updated on what's going on. So um, knowing that sometimes those smaller price point things are actually going to be more beneficial to getting the most current knowledge of what's working and not working um, within technology is a huge thing. Okay. So we're going to transition into our sister gawk portion. And I am pretty excited about this because Rafi obviously like has a lot of stories about us. (laughs) (laughs) This is not, this story is not about us specifically though. (laughs) Okay. So he's going to tell us a story about our younger sister, Mia. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Go ahead. So, um, one time I came home and it's like, needed deodorant. So I grabbed a sick and it was like moldy. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? It was green, fuzzy mold all over this thing. And I was like, I didn't know deodorant could go bad. And I was like, this is so weird. She's bringing it around, showing everybody and like, wow, look at this moldy deodorant. <laughs> And then I show it to Miriam, and she's like, oh, <laughs> and laughs hysterically. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> and she's like, I took out the actual deodorant and put in cheese a long time ago. <laughs> I forgot about it. Green it was supposed cheese. to prank you. <laughs> but the thing is, she put it, so because there's a lot of us, we have obviously more than one stick of deodorant so mia <laughs> takes the stick of deodorant that literally nobody uses and then sticks it in this lineup of probably four or five other sticks of deodorant and just leaves it there and then forgot about it <laughs> it's so funny it was so gross i was yeah i was like well played mia well played it would have 
I it would have been a very cool prank if it would have worked. <laughs> putting cream cheese in your armpit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally found that sticky deodorant too. And like smelled it and was like, this doesn't smell right. And then I closed it and put it back in the cabinet. <laughs> like weeks before this. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next week.